This is Just In Time. We may like beer. We may have been drinking beer. We may be drinking beer. Okay. We are drinking beer. And truth be told, they make the voice guy drink beer too. Those bastards. You're listening to Just In Time. It's funny. Covering current events. Beer reviews. Ah, beer. Stop here. Movie reviews. And anything else that's going on in this crazy world. So grab yourself a coal pop and let's rock it. This is Just In Time with Justin and Carter. Welcome to Just In Time. This is Justin. And this is Justin. <sighs> you are nuts. Carter, introduce yourself. Hello, this is Carter. I have a degree in psychology from Washington State University. And I'm here today to do a test on Justin to make sure that he is mentally okay to be a member of society and so far, he's failed every single test that we've done behind the scenes. You guys haven't listened to it because I didn't want to embarrass him. But uh, let's just keep going on. I could list off all day the the amount of diseases and uh, mental handicaps this man has. But we're just going to move on. So usually at that point, that's where I interrupt. But I, I think I owe it to you because those of you that are tuning in on our normal Tuesday... We had a special episode on Sunday, and I think Carter is still a little butthurt that we just totally roasted him for an hour and a half. Is that what this is, Carter? Um, no, I just I just needed to take advantage of you. I mean, advantage of my degree. No, let's let's. Do you want to visit this a little bit? Do you have some subtle subconscious desire for me? Excuse me. I mean, you have the degree. You tell me. That sounded very sensual. You're sensual. I've been told. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we got a great show for you today. I'm sure if you clicked on this, you've seen um, the show that we're going to be talking about today. But we're gonna we're gonna start with a little banter. A little banter? Yeah. I thought we were supposed to do the banter before you introduce what we were talking about. Well. I, I've just been kind of in a rough mood lately because I thought I was going to win $450 million, but I lost. You know what, Carter? I got to admit, for a split second, I thought you won. Why? Because I read an article and it said somebody from the West Coast won the jackpot. And I know with my luck, if I know if I'm going to give you shit, it's probably going to come back and bite me in the ass. Hmm. Okay. So for, and I'm not saying I thought you won. For a very split second, I thought you won. Because I, you probably would have messaged me if you won probably that night. I, I wouldn't would have. Oh, well. Wow. Really? Well, first I would <clears throat> seek a financial counselor and um, make sure I'm going to be smart with the money. Mm -hmm. You know, invest it, whatever, save it. And then I take care of my family and then myself. Well, that's that's responsible of you. So when would you have told me? <laughs> um, during the podcast. That's perfect. So you see, you sounded responsible up until that because you should have hired bodyguards before you, you told me just to prepare because I'm taking that shit. I, no, no. Yeah. You don't have any bodyguards. Justin, Justin. What? I was going to give you some. Yeah, but I want it all. No. I, no, I, I would have taken it all. And you, I think you that. You would have stole it. No, there wouldn't have been proof. It's my ticket. You're a ticket to hell. But that's, you're going to get the theme of the show because I kind of said that because we're going to be talking about something kind of close to a lot of money today on yeah. our show because it's a very special episode. But uh, before we get into that, Carter. Yeah. Talk to me about your favorite 
childhood game. <clears throat> Are we talking about the one um, with my uncle or? No, we're not talking about hide the teacup under the blanket with Uncle Ken. <laughs> okay. You never found that teacup, did you? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Let's not go down that rabbit hole. So how about one you played with other children that's not your uncle? I think my favorite childhood game would have to be kickball. Huh. If we're talking about like active games, I don't know. It's just, it was just fun. I just remember having fun fun. playing that. Yeah. You use that rubber ball though. And if you hit it just in the wrong place on your leg, you have that, it stings really bad. Oh man. But you, it's so satisfying to kick that rubber ball into someone's face. Wow. Okay. Is that why it was fun? Because you kick balls in somebody's face? Yes. Okay. That's it was foreshadowing. Enough. I can't wait to see where this episode is going to go when we talk later about uh, uh, games. I'm, I'm <laughs> curious on some of your answers or what we're going to talk about in a, just a second here. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. I think my... Well, what's I think I, I'm saying it right. The Red Rover game. Oh. You know, the... Red yeah. Rover, Red Rovers, and Carter's mom right over. <laughs> I didn't expect that. That was funny. Yeah. But that one's probably my favorite one. Okay. Okay, that's fair. It's not bad. But, you know, and later in the show, we can tie these games and uh, kind of what we're going to talk about with uh, Squid Games in a little bit on how how we would die or how people would die in those games. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, that sounded really that sounded really morbid saying that on kind of a <laughs> comedy show that we're doing. I don't know. I didn't like it the way that sounded coming out of my mouth. Okay. That's that's uh, fair, Justin. But we're a funny show. We're not a political show. We're uh we're a funny show. We're not we're a political f- show. We're so funny. We're so funny. So funny. <laughs> I think only me and you think we're funny. I don't know. Uh but so let's Okay, so let's talk about the special. Well, we say most of our shows are special, but this is going to be the first show that we're dedicating to, to a show. To a show, because I I think we both binged it on like two days, and on Sunday you told me to watch this, and I was Correct. skeptical of it, and I ended up turning it on uh, the next day around six p.m., and I finished it by uh, eleven a.m. on Tuesday, so I finished it this morning. Wow. And yeah. And we're going to talk about it because you said it. I think your quote on Sunday was it's better than Breaking Bad. You know, now that my my high is over from it, (laughs) (laughs) um, I still think Breaking Bad's better. I I would agree. I take it back. But But it's up there. Yeah. I mean, we're not saying it's a bad show, but, you know. We're going to get into it. We're, so we'll talk. We'll, we'll talk save through it. it on, we'll save it. We'll put it on the back burner. Mm-hmm. But um, before we get into the Netflix epidemic that's doing extremely well right now, Squid Games, that I think it's on Netflix top 10 right now. And me and Carter loved it so much, we're going to dedicate a show to it so we can discuss it. We'll do half the show talking about non-spoilers. And then the last half, we will warn you before we talk about it of spoilers and we'll have an open dialogue the second half where we can talk about spoilers and all that and our thoughts on it yeah did I break it down just did i break it down all right you you broke it down so well i couldn't i couldn't have done it better you couldn't have Mm-mm. no but since we're a beer show before we get into uh squid games we got to do a beer review oh of course it's i mean tradition yeah it is. So, Carter, why don't you kick it off? So, I knew we were doing an episode about Squid Game. Um, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I couldn't find any Korean beers because I didn't want to make the trip to H-Mart. But um, I went to my local Safeway, like I usually do every Tuesday, to buy a beer for the show. And I just found the beer that was closest to Korea. And that is... <laughs> Foster's Lager, Australia beer. What? (laughs) (laughs) 
god. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what's the what's the closest thing? Did you actually test an associate at Safeway on his uh, geography? So you know, I need the closest thing to Korea. (laughs) (laughs) What do you got? And and then he had flashbacks about when he was in Squid Game. No, it kind of gives me a flashback to what Sam said on the stereotype of us. That's why we're so bad at it. You're asking a grocery associate where (laughs) what's the closest beer to Korea. That's where we get our uh, map, our geography lessons. Yeah. Yeah, Sam's been teaching us geography, so. So you've learned that Australia is the closest beer you can find in Safeway to Korea. That is correct, Justin. Well, you see, that's knowledge I would use. Yeah. I don't I don't know all these stereotypes about Americans. You know what? At least I know where the beers are on the map. I'm totally cool. Um, We have a problem. What? Brewed in the USA. <laughs> Founded in Australia. So that what, counts, they, right? Yeah, they just watered it down with Bud Light. <laughs> I mean, totally fine. Well, at least you made the effort. I didn't. Because <clears throat> uh, there's a store, and I think it's in Mill Creek, called Sprouts. Are you familiar with that store? I'm not. Well, they have a lot of local beers, and I'm not going to give you the exact location, but I will say you can Google it if you want. It's not a huge secret. Uh, but I am drinking Hellbent from Filsner. It was brewed in Seattle, Washington. The can is very amateurish. It has like a sticker label on it, hmm. like it's completely locally brewed. Um, it's a 5.1% has Sasquatch on the cover on this sticker can. Of course, it's in Washington. And I think they kind of just reused Diet Coke cans and put a label over it. <laughs> is that what it looks like? It, it does. The can is very amateurish, but um, I can appreciate it because it's a local beer. So, um, but it's tasting it. It's it's good. I mean, the alcohol content's not there for kind of a local, what I would expect from a Seattle Northwest brew. Um, I mean, it's okay. I mean, it's a little light. You have a mild hint of hoppiness to it. Um, but it's one of those that you can kind of just chug and be done with it. Um, yeah. So, Garter, on your uh, Australian slash USA beer, what would you give it? Well, it tastes like um, it tastes like uh, gasoline. Oh, <laughs> and it's five percent. So I'll give it. That's a good. That's a good point. But hmm. I kind of like bitter stuff more than sweet stuff when it comes to beers. So I'll give it. Thank you guys for joining us on the podcast. We'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would, out of five, I'd probably give it like a 3.8. Wow. It's not bad. It's drinkable. I'm going to drink this whole thing. Their cans are so big. Uh, This is a. Well, they're just white, aren't they? With the big uh, mouth top. (laughs) They're huge. It's basically (laughs) a tall boy, but like smaller i don't know not as tall but it's wider. So, you're, so you're saying you wouldn't recommend me taking a dick pic with it next to me justin yeah what iphone do you have again an iphone which one 12 pro max so you have the wide angle camera yeah yeah i, mean, I can fine. do a panoramic and i'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> old <laughs> Jimmy Chonga there. I mean, got to use the panoramic. <laughs> the people here for the Squid Game stuff is like, what the fuck is this shit? No, I swear we're going to talk about Squid Games. <laughs> not, mm. not deck you need, picks and you need, give your, you need to give your rating now, and we need to get on to Squid oh, Game. Okay, you're right. Um, you know what? The label's amateurish. It loses some points there. The alcohol content, it's average. I mean, I, I give it a two and a half out of five. Oh, that's pretty, that sucks. I mean, it's okay, but it just looks amateurish, and the taste is amateurish. So uh, I can respect Seattle. They have a lot of great beers, but this one just doesn't stand out. If they improve their labeling on it, and I think they would actually be a huge success, but their labeling just, it reminds me I'm buying it out of the trunk of a vehicle. 
<laughs> like someone made it in their garage. Yeah, I mean, kudos. I totally respect the independent business, but invest a little bit of money to actually uh, make a can that stands out because it's just a like a plain white label that's a sticker. I don't know. It's a, it's a decent beer, though. Uh, it's a decent drink. I'll give them that. So and that's where they got most of their points on. Okay. Are you looking it up? Yeah. Yeah. So, but that concludes the beer review. So, Car- Carter, how about we, we got all that useless shit out of the way, except for the beer review. That's actually really important. Should we start talking about the epic squid games? Of course. Also, games isn't plural in the title. It's Squid Game. But they play multiple games. games. But they play multiple games. But the... I can't say it because we're not in the spoiler part. (laughs) I'm trying to get you to. Uh, All right. So, all right. Squid Game. Sorry. I was trying to trick Carter. All right. If you guys haven't seen Squid Game, I definitely recommend it. It's a South Korean... um, show that uh they do offer it in multiple languages if you can't understand korean um they do have an english dub if you are interested in that but um i highly recommend going on duolingo and learning learning korean and then watching it i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) but it's uh wait in 10 years they can watch it is that what you're saying yeah 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 yeah. i mean the show did take 10 years to make I do have that as a as a little tidbit on our script here. So those of you that don't know what Squid Game is, it's absolutely dominating Netflix right now. So I'll go ahead and go over the synopsis, Carter, if you don't mind. Go for it. So drink. Uh, you just take your time there drinking your uh, Australian USA beer. Right All right, bite. so Squid Game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Squid Game, 456 of cash-strapped players accept a strange invitation by a recruiter that sucks you in like a rut from Amway to compete in children's <laughs> games. That's what he reminded me of. That guy was ruthless. Inside, a tempting prize awaits with deadly high stakes, a survival game that has a whopping 45.6 billion won prize at stake, which is $38 million American. So, Wow. Yeah, so going into it, just to kind of add on to it, I mean, in my perspective, a squid game is a theme of hypocrisy of humanity. It's a view of how we see one another and about perspective of how you view the human nature and treat each other at the end of the day. And our human nature actions of instinct of survival outweighs our empathy and emotional attachment for the human race. In the end, we are all animals with the emotion, but animal instincts to survive. So it's kind wow. of what the running theme is. But just like every time we turn on the news lately, we see nothing but bad news. And that's what it really popped out at me is the d- news is full of fear, hate and death. But just like once in a while, you'll turn on your local news and you'll have that one fluff story of that one person saving somebody from a bus or uh, a cat, cat from a money, tree or a cat from a tree that just restores your faith in humanity. But at the end of the day, after you turn off the news, you still have the sour taste of fear in your mind. And that is a running theme I was getting from this show, um, adding on to the synopsis of it. And it there's a lot of themes in this show that's super heavy. And interpretation is totally up to you and how you want to take it. But that's kind of my Reader's Digest version of how I digested the uh, first season. What do you think, Carter? Um, I... Again, I couldn't have said it better. That was a great... Did you write that? I did write that. That's You should post that on something. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I mean... Put, put it on yeah. Reddit. I should. I'll get all these dislikes. <laughs> because I say fear, hate, and death. No, Reddit loves that shit. Oh, that's true. I mean, that's what gets clicks nowadays, I guess. It's how the media gets clicks, man. That's you true. said maybe it yourself. Should... Uh, I I did. And you know what? Maybe we should just put that as our background icon. <laughs> that should be our new podcast is Fear, Death, and Hate. I wonder but... if it'd do better than this show. Or, yeah, this show. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to really gamble with it right now because, you know, 
there's so much fear and death out there. I mean, this show came at a wrong time, but it came at a right time because it was almost an eye opener for me. Um, yeah. It was a lot to digest. And if you can binge it within a couple days where everything's so fresh in your mind, I recommend to do so because it speaks so heavily to how humanity is today. Mm-hmm. So let's, how about we deep dive into it, Carter? And again, this is going to be the first half, a spoiler-free first half. We will forewarn you when we get into spoilers, and that will be the second half of the show. Okay. So, Carter, what's what are a couple things you noticed from the show? What stood out for you? Sorry. Beer's coming back up. Um, I like that it was a familiar story, but like they kind of took a fresh perspective to it. Mm-hmm. Like there's... Oh, your, your clock's going the off. clock's going drink. off. Yep. Anyway, it's a... Mm-hmm. It's, it's a familiar story with a fresh perspective. It has uh, no weird loopholes or accidental miscalculations in production. Like, it, they made a true masterpiece. There's, I can't see anything wrong with this show. Most, most, uh, most shows and movies that try to copy, like, the survival games aspect, like Maze Runner or, like, Hunger Games... Mm-hmm. They just they just talk about undergoing a challenge to survive. But Squid Game, you know, they they make every choice that each character makes a well thought out choice mm-hmm. and everything has meaning. Well, and I think you said it absolutely right um because you take games in in the back of my mind I want to say this first reminded me of Hunger Games with the first couple of episodes. But then they started adding the human element to it. And it's just not a Hollywood blockbuster that just, you know what? You have a character and you're going to distract it with a lot of special effects. They add a human element to every decision um, in this show. And I think that's people are attracted to that and finding out uh, with every episode. Okay, so what would I do in that situation? What would the human of me do versus the instinct of me do? And that's what really stood out for me. And I think you're absolutely right. Um, But I do have, I don't think it was absolutely perfection. I think it was absolutely well done. Um, There is some flaws in it um, that I'll get into in a little bit. But here's what I really liked about it. The visuals, well thought out and amazing. You can tell they spent time on how the set design Um from the costumes to the games to everything. It just looked amazing. And I think that was the biggest uh, surprise to me. I loved everything, how everything looked. What'd you think of the set design? Well, I did watch the behind the scenes and they, Mm -hmm. um, they used practical effects when they could. They Mm -hmm. made every set, like every single set you see is none of it's CGI it's all real like they mm-hmm. made that set and they took a long time making those sets to and, and that's what i like about modern day movies and shows is that they they now use less cgi and animation and they use real effects and practical effects and they end up actually looking much better yeah yeah i agree and and not only just the effects too, I agree with a hundred percent of what you just said. Um, the music, the music and the, uh, you take something that's very suspenseful and tense. And most of the time you would add a very intense soundtrack to it. Yeah. Did you notice there was no intense music in this show from the intro to the game? They made it very childlike. They had the, uh, uh, childlike music playing over the intercom. You have the main uh, uh, villain, which, uh, what's his face? Uh, the uh, front man. Yeah. He would play that jazz um, when he would sit down and have a have a drink. So they, they add a sense of innocence to it versus just the overall easy route of just tense music. That makes you give you almost a sigh of relief that it's over or 
you don't know what's about to happen. It's always at the beginning or at oh, the man. end. I w- I was, I'll tell you, I haven't been on, I haven't watched a show that's made me like on the edge of my sh- edge of my seat in a while, mm. and I I was literally like tensing up and just, I oh, mean that that was just a roller coaster watching that show. Well, and it got more intense as the episodes kept going on. Like I, the final couple games, I was getting super just my body was getting tense. Like, and I was, I was talking to the TV. Uh, there is Me one too. that we'll get in. Yeah, there is uh, one game where I won't spoil anything now. I will go into the second half that we'll talk about that just maybe shout at the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, between the set design and the music, I mean, they did a great job promoting innocence. And that is a huge theme, I think, of the, uh, of the show, too, to recognize humanity as well. That at the same time, our humanity is almost childlike compared to our animal instincts. So, yeah. And another thing I liked really liked about the show is how unexpected the twists and turns were. Some mm. things were pretty predictable. I'll give yeah. it that. I was going to I was push back. But yeah, go ahead. But like the information about the characters, their history, and then the ex- the reason for the Squid Game, that kind of stuff is where I was like, "Wow." Mhm. Yeah, and I'm going to push back a little bit because um, at the end of this, um, before the spoilers, when we give our review on it, that's where it's going to lose a little bit of points for me because I can't remember the episode, um, and I'm not going to name it because I want you to figure out for yourself regardless, is you kind, I kind of predicted it, and I think we talked a little bit earlier on it today where there was like two to three key points that I called the two main uh, two to three main uh, plot twists. So I will give it for me, at least it was predictable. Um, but from people I talked to that have seen it, they didn't find it predictable. So, um, but it's going to lose points for me because it was to me predictable. Justin, you're just way too smart for anything. So I know I don't need your validation. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so Carter, what didn't you like about it? I, I just gave my reason, but what didn't you like? Mm, I will say, I will agree that a lot of it was predictable. I got some things right in my head when they happened. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but... Mm, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a tough question. I mean... You obviously are probably going to give it a higher rating than I am. It was, I would it was a good show. Nope. Yeah. So, and I'm not talking bad of it. I mean, it's still a phenomenal show on it. So, um, but it, what about some of your favorite characters? My favorite character was um, Player 67. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to attempt their name, but out of respect. If I say it wrong, then I will at least use the uh, game, uh, the player numbers, because I am going to butcher the hell out of these names. So I'll at least attempt it out of respect, though. Uh, Hu Yun Jung. Yeah, plays I think that's right. Six, yeah, uh, plays 67. And yeah, she was a good character. She didn't have a lot of lines, but I think, yeah, she was a very likable character. I thought she was hot. She was. Yeah, she was. That's That's why she was my favorite. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I had two favorite characters. I'm still debating. Uh, my first one was, um, oh god, I'm gonna fuck this up too. Anapam <laughs> Trapathia. It was player at 199. It was the uh, Indian player. Uh, I like. I really liked him too. It is impossible to hate this man. Uh, even with the main character who played uh, Lee Jung Jae, who plays uh, number player four fifty six, um, he's supposed to be the main character and likable. But oh, you want this guy to do so well, it hurts because he is just a genuine human being. So he's yeah. my favorite, and the second one, just because he is the sweetest old man, was 
Oh Young Soo plays Oo, who plays the old man who plays uh, player number one. Who I think uh, the mate 456 calls him as Gungum or the best friend term. I don't know. Yeah. He is. Gonbo, I think. Yeah. He is an adorable character. Yeah, Gonbo. Gonbo? Yeah. Oh, adorable. Those two are the nice, like, they're just, they just seem overall the nicest characters of the show. That just, just super seem, wholesome. Yeah, they're the two most genuine characters of the of the entire show. And you want both of them to do so well. So. Sure do. You do. Uh, I don't know. But, so, those are my favorite characters. I mean, Carter, that's a lot of money. Thirty-eight million dollars U.S. Woo! So, what would you do with it? Because you didn't win Powerball, you might as well go into the uh, the death games. I already said it. What? You just I... said what you would do before. Well, technically, remember in the beginning you said what would you do if you win the Powerball? I said yeah, like you, take care you'd of give my Justin family. All of it. Take care of my family. Give Justin all of it. Take care of my family. Okay. I'll... <laughs> so give Justin all of it. Okay. So that's what you would do. You give Justin all of it. Got it. I mean, I'd buy a Tesla. I don't know. Yeah. That's it? I mean, you have $38 million. I mean, you can take care of your family for like 1% of that. And buy you a buy house. a Tesla? For $38 million, why not buy one of the Bezos penis rockets? <laughs> Blue Origin. I mean, Origin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Me, personally, I would... I don't know. I'd. What? New York's going pretty cheap nowadays, right? <laughs> That's for sale, right? New York? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. No, you know, other than the, what I would, I other than buying a couple vacation homes, of course, it going to charity. Because I don't think you can survive this ordeal without giving it some of it to charity. Because I think if you're the only survivor out of this and you come out alive out of 456 players, you got some karma with you and I wouldn't be ruining that karma. And I would be doing the right thing. Especially with kind of uh, the way these uh, players play. Would you agree? Yeah, I definitely would donate a lot of it to my friends, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, of course you're going to splurge a little bit on yourself. But you know what? I think that given the messaging of the show, I don't know. I feel like something bad would happen to me if I didn't. Because towards the end of the show, I'm not going to give anything away. So you're safe. But I... I kept on waiting for something bad to happen. Did you get that vibe? Oh, the whole show. No, I meant towards, say, like the last three, four episodes. Did you just feel like it was too good to be true of somebody getting that money? I was jealous. Well, yeah. I mean, you were probably butthurt you didn't win Powerball. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? <laughs> okay, mm. so I just want to say for the record, I'm the one that said I would give it to charity before Carter. Okay. Okay, Justin. But, you know, you what? Hate the UK, you hate the show, you're just going to buy shit for yourself and your family. Justin, I would take care of you. I would make sure you and Rachel never have to work again. But I want to work. I like working. Why do you have to punish me? You can work for me. No. So you want to send me to hell? <laughs> you get rich, I go to hell. Your 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 work could be working on this show. That could be your job. Oh, good God. Nope. I'd rather go into the, the uh, squid games. Send me there. I'll get my own money. Well, that gets us into our next question. Justin, would you do yeah. it? Or if not, 
let's say you did do it, what would be your reason be? Uh, I'm I have to go with no. Because common sense saying and given a lot of those players in the beginning didn't know how many players were going to be playing, right? Yeah. But knowing there's going to be 456 players and I'm not athletic. I'm not as uh, strategic. And I know we know. Yeah. I'm going to die the first game. <laughs> <laughs> like red light. Oh my God. Oh, oh wait, we can't, we can't spoil anything. Well, I mean, I'd be one of those uh, fuckers running towards the door. I don't know. I just couldn't do it. Because one, I can't, me, I can't play dirty. I, I can't see, some, seeing some of those players and how they won. You, It's almost like you can't play fair. And I couldn't do that. I'd be the one that probably sacrificed myself. Man. So I'm just going to say no. No, thank you. Okay, next question. Wait, if what you about did, you? It, no, no, no. If you went to it, what would okay. your reason be? Well, I think uh, I think the only reason would be kind of like how, which they probably asked the uh, writers too, is desperation. You have no way out. You know you're fucked one way or another. And here are the options. Right. So, I mean, most of those players are screwed either way. So why not? And That's I think true. if I'm if I'm pulled in a corner like some of them, then yeah, I, I'd consider it. But no, not for no reason. There's no chance in hell I'd do that. Okay. I can't even watch the show without cringing and yelling at the TV. I'm not going <laughs> to participate in it. <laughs> uh, you know, I'd do it. Voluntarily? Yeah. Why? You wouldn't even get to the first game. What do you mean? You'd probably get in like a bus crash or a van crash, <laughs> however they transport you. You'd probably get like car sick. <laughs> I'd do it. Okay. Sounds, give me sounds your like fun. Oh, give me your reasoning, because I'm going to call bullshit here in about 30 seconds. I think I'd be good at the games. Okay, I like how in the background it sounds like you're jerking off and you're saying I'm be it's I'm <laughs> I'd be good at the games. What oh, is I'm going just, on back there? I'm playing with a Coke bottle. I, we know. Like, what? Why are you playing? I don't know. I'm fidgeting because I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? Because you're interrogating me right now. How am I interrogating you? I'm asking. You're the one that started answering your own question. Okay, I do it because it looks like fun. You find and, death fun? Yeah. Okay, and you're the one that started the show with saying you're uh, psychoanalyzing me? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you would do it. Yeah. Because it looks like fun. Correct. Do you usually think killing people is fun, Carter? For the record, if any of the psych ward <laughs> employees are listening, no, I do not want to harm myself or others. <clears throat> okay, you know this is going to come up later in the show, but we can move on if you'd like. Let's just move on. Okay. <clears throat> so, Carter, give your review. Let's do zero out of four beers. What would you give it? Squid Game? Yeah. No. Four out of four. Mary Poppins. What do you think we're talking about? I'd give it four out of four beers. Really? Really. Okay. I'm not going to go that high, but I'll I'll come pretty close. Um, I will give it three and a half beers out of four. That's still it's generous. It's still. Um, it lost me a little bit because of the predictability of it. Um, and just so the listeners know, IMDb, 
The rating right now is 8.3. Rotten Tomatoes has it at a 94 with user reviews at 83%. Um, it's a fantastic show on Netflix right now. If you haven't seen it, watch it, watch it, watch it. It is a fantastic visual to watch. The characters are amazing. And uh, the story it's re- the story is not new, but they do something so fresh with it that you will be glued to the screen. Got anything mm-hmm. to add, Carter? I just like the way they they kind of went the bit the Breaking Bad approach with like the cliffhangers. Like mm-hmm. they it makes you want to keep watching it. Like what happens next? Well, you see, and that's where I disagree. I don't think they did a good enough job with the cliffhangers. I think there's a couple episodes that left a couple good cliffhangers. Um, but it, it kind of the good judge of that for me last night is, I don't know, around two o'clock, I think it was. I, I can't remember the time. Um, I stopped in the middle of the episode and says, ah, I can watch it tomorrow. But I compare it to, like you said, I compare it to Breaking Bad, where if I start an episode, there's no chance in hell I'm stopping in the middle of one of those episodes. So, um you definitely have an urge to watch the next one. Um, and that's where I'm losing half a star on it because that's what didn't attract my attention, but it definitely made me want to binge it in two days. Agreed. Okay. So should we uh, get into the next one where we're going to warn all the listeners? Oh my God. I can't wait. Okay. So we've been anticipating this. So those of you, that are listening if you have not seen squid games we will never say this in another episode or just mute us or turn the volume down so we still get credit for the podcast i don't really care i don't really care (laughs) (laughs) all right if you haven't seen squid game yet highly recommend it go watch it um if you are tuning out because you haven't seen it thank you for listening to our spoiler free review and our beer review i know it's only been 40 42 minutes is pretty good for an episode, I guess, but yeah. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to send us an email at podcast.justintime at gmail.com. If you have any questions or want to tell us about what you thought about squid game, that'd be great. We're also on Twitter at JTime podcast and it's wait, which one is it? Just in time J- show at Instagram, JTime podcast at Twitter. Okay. I got it right. Jesus Christ. And just for the record, we're not ending the show guys. That's just for those that have not seen it. We are getting into spoiler discussion. So those of you that have seen it, feel free to tune right in. Or if you don't really care, you're not going to watch it, then you can tune in as well. (laughs) (sighs) Cool. All right. Now we can say whatever we want. Hey, Carter. No. You ready to talk spoilers? Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. I'm so ready. Can't wait. So, spoilers, a squid game. (laughs) Okay. So, this is... Okay, so, Carter, I got a a lot to unload, but I'm going to have you go first. So, I don't know. Uh, Give me a prediction for season two. Well, we saw um, our main character. I wish I knew how to pronounce his name. You know what I'm talking about. Come on. You've seen the show if you're listening, so four five six. Four five six. Yeah. He was getting on the plane to see his daughter in the US and then decided to call the number for the next squid game that he stole from the guy at the subway. And then he started walking back from the plane, which means that obviously he's gonna participate again. Does but, it? But I don't think he I think he's going to participate and I don't think he's going to win. I think he's going to die. I think they're going to kill him off. Yeah. So I I kind of agree, but I've been back and forth on it. Um because at the end of the uh, episode it looked like he had a little PTSD from it, right? So and it reminded me of people that came out of like the military that saw a lot of trauma that want to go back. Um and just because that's what they're used to. So it reminded me of that. So, yes, I agree that he's tempted to go back. But is he going to go back as a player or is he going to go back as kind of what we saw from the police officer that were undercover? Okay. 
So, and I don't know. I think they're going to have a tough time repeating the same formula if they do another set of games. This this show's kind of a tough one because if they do the same thing, it's going to be kind of repetitive for a, well, such a symbolic show. Yeah, I don't want them to go the purge route where they just repeat the <laughs> same fucking movie over and over again. But right. you know they they could if they did want to they could you know remember when the detective went into the file or the files room or whatever the office yeah. and he saw all the books all the way for back to 1989 yeah they could they could do like a a prequel if they wanted to like how it yeah. started like they yeah. they don't they yeah. might not even continue the story from the first season they might just start from the first Squid Game. Yeah, which I can see, too. Um, and I can see them doing a prequel on uh, the f- front man, too, on how he became that. Because we didn't learn a lot about his brother at all, other than he went missing. So, And there's a lot of questions surrounding him that I didn't. they didn't really give a lot of hints. That's why I think they're going to kind of surround the next season around him. Um, because he's one of the characters that you learned really nothing about, other than... He was a cop's brother, and I think he was a cop as well, if I remember correctly. So, and usually that's an indicator if you don't learn a lot about that, that that's the direction they're going to go in. So, I mean, I think they're going to put a lot of emphasis on uh, the the front man. Okay. Okay. But whether but whether or not they're going to take that to the island or off the island, uh, I don't know. I think they'd be smart to take it off the island. Do I think it's going to be as entertaining? Uh, I don't know. Because the games were were the best, most interesting part that you just hung on to the episodes just to see what happens. Another another sad thing, too, is like we're, we got so attached to all the characters. Mm-hmm. And they're all, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean... Just if we're talking about it, and again, if you have not seen it and you don't want to get it spoiled, please turn tune off. I think the biggest heartache was for number one, the old man. Like his death was heartbreaking, and it was heartbreaking because they had that bond of I can't remember the term they use for best friends, Gonbo, but Gonbo, yeah, and then they. Uh, you saw him attempt to break down, which was kind of an act, but it just felt so real. And just him manipulating him to survive, that's the human nature thing that just killed me. So, yeah. I mean, until yeah. I learned that he was in charge of it all, I kind of was like, eh, I don't feel bad anymore. But mm-hmm. when I didn't know that, and I thought it was like he was just another player, oh, man, I... I'm going to be honest. I sh- I shed a tear. I actually cried. Yeah. Well, I was going through because I think it was, I can't remember the episode. I think it was episode three or something like that where they get into the brawl at night. And I thought I had it right where he stands up after all these uh, employees show no mercy. They don't care. But this old man stands up on the top bunk and just screams out. I'm scared. I'm scared. And then they give in to him. And I think I thought I knew, you know what? Something's going to happen with him. I think he's a leader because he has the number one. They're bowing down to him. But I, I don't know. That one scene was so emotional that it made me rethink. But then they didn't show him being killed at all. Yeah, that's that's the part where I was like, what? I, I was like, did they just do that because he's old and they didn't want to actually like use practical effects on him? Or <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think they, I, I, at first I thought, are they doing that for dramatic effects? But then I rewatched the, I did go back and rewatch a couple of the episodes. And I noticed in red light, green light, they actually zero in on him. I don't know if you noticed this. He was actually moving during the entire time and everybody else was highlighted but him. Yeah. So I didn't notice that before. And now it's, I'm piecing it together and it's starting to make sense. Oh, like when the robot was zooming in on people? Yeah. Everybody else was highlighted but him, and he was moving. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. 
Well, I had to go back and watch each game with him just to get some tidbits from it. And it makes so much sense if you pay attention. Yeah. Hmm. So that was just the interesting thing for me. But I want to talk about probably the second most heartbreaking one. I want your thoughts on this one because I know you must have shed a tear on this one. Uh, The uh, God, what was his number? Player 199, the Indian guy. Oh man, I felt so bad for him, and it was it was a total lesson. Like that was a mm-hmm. that was a lesson yep. to tell people that it doesn't matter how nice you are, people are always going to find a way to take advantage of you. Yep, and that goes exactly to that hu- animal instinct versus empathy and humanity. You will always go for your survival versus somebody else, and. It's weird because it made me think today, and I don't know why. Don't ask me why. Uh, If you have your family or your kids, it's like an automatic reaction that you would take a bullet for them in a heartbeat. There's no, like, thinking about it. And I know Mm -hmm. you don't have kids, Carter, but it's like an automatic thing. I mean, Um, I have beer. Yeah, I mean, you'd take a bullet for beer. I mean, you'd go into the games because it's fun. (laughs) Yeah. But it's just, and there's a difference, but would you do that for a stranger? And that's where these questions kind of rely is people will just take advantage. This guy was just going along for the ride with this guy and just trusting that they were a team. And he had faith in humanity that he was going to do the right thing. And he just got fucked over in a heartbeat. Because like, 218's yeah. character was, I I really liked him at first, mm-hmm. and his character development was insane. I think he had the right. most character development out of anyone in the show. Yeah. Well, and I think he was a prime example of showing, because he was a smart, supposed to be the smart one, right? I th- I think he was the smartest one in he in was. that room, definitely. He, yeah, and he was, but it's people trusted the smartness versus the emotion out of it. And Oh my God. Yeah. He had probably the craziest character development out of it, but his, well, I don't know if it's character development because he kind of stayed the same, his tone, his personality, but his morals showed over the episodes. Okay. And yeah, that makes more sense. And just at the end, I, I, I was rooting for four or five, six, like that guy needed to die, especially with him killing uh what's her face? The glass killer, I know, sixty seven. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. So it's the ending episode, you were rooting for the more likable person, and that was four or five six. Of course. Because that guy was a dick. But like, remember when he was about to die? He like totally swapped. Mm-hmm. He, he felt he's like no i don't want to play anymore i don't want him to die yep i don't care about the money i don't want him to die mm-hmm. yeah and and i think they didn't want to have him end on a sour note so he sacrificed himself um and that's where i'm kind of on the boat with too is did he actually do it because he wanted to make sure he had the money and he wanted to show a little uh humanity or he just knew he was going to fucking die anyway. And he just wanted to do it on his own terms. Like he wanted to put himself out of his misery or something? Yeah. He didn't want to have somebody... His ego got in the way where he didn't want somebody to kill him. He wanted to just kill himself. It's like the guy in the same episode or the episode before that hung himself. Oh, that was sad too. Yeah. It's like, when, you know you're when, not going to win. That was so sad when they realized that they were going to go against their partner. Mm-hmm. And then he ended up having to go against his wife. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. That one was the most fucked up game. That was sad. Because that game had probably the most emotion out of it. Because you had the, yeah, four, five, six, and uh, number one, the married couple. And then you had mm-hmm. the Indian guy. That episode was full of emotion. But and that was we... on purpose by the game the game people, because they're like, mm-hmm. choose a partner. And they knew they were going to choose people they trusted. 
Yep. Yep. Which sucks. It's fucked up. Right? Well, let's talk. Let's talk. We got to talk about this guy because this Who? guy was a huge piece. Uh, snake neck guy. What was his uh, number? What was his name? 101. Uh, 101. Yeah. Uh, Hugh Sung Tai plays Jang Dyuk Su. Okay. So, all right. So, this guy was a dick. But the most memorable thing that came from me is when they were barricading the uh, the bunkers. And uh, 456 says, you know what? You have all these gangs, these thugs with you. Yeah. I wouldn't be worried about attacking us. I'd be worried about them attacking you. Oh, man. So, that that was probably yeah. one of my favorite scenes, too. Yeah. Because... Cause he he played him hard like psychologically, and they and then he goes, yeah, I think we should rest for the night, right? And he started getting the gears tur- turning where he's like, maybe okay, so we don't have as many players. We're getting down to the wire. Maybe I shouldn't be such a dick because he was the strongest, but he was also a big dick. Where if you're in that room, people aren't gonna care if they kill you or not because you're just a dick. Yeah. Right? Easy target. So, I mean, Carter, we're talking a lot about characters, but what was your favorite game of the show? Probably the glass one. Oh, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. I think the glass one was my favorite because that one was the one that I started shouting at the screen. That one had me on edge. Well, I'm just, that one puts the uh, viewer in their shoes. Because you're following along with it. Mm-hmm. You're just like, no, I would pick that one. No, I would pick that one. Yeah. Like, what would you do? Like, there's no rhyme or reason. If you're like the first like 10, there's no chance of hell you're surviving that. I I really felt bad for the the guy who could tell the glass apart. Oh, when they turned off the lights? Yeah. And then. Yeah. And the then. Dickhead. It's, Instead of yeah, and then um, what's his name? Two eighteen just killed like killed him. Oh Push. yeah. All they had to do was just he had a better shot of just hopping on one, like let him figure it out. But again, they did come down to like one second, so I get it. But at the same time, like oh my god, that pissed me off. But my anxiety was going through the roof on that episode. I know. Like, but the only uh, reason they survived was because of that guy. Yeah. Right? And, okay, so taking into that big moment, because that's the game before the final one. That was, I think, episode seven, I think it was. Seven, yeah. So, can we talk about Asian Karen? <laughs> I, I kind of liked her. I don't know why. Oh, my God. She was funny. So, I nicknamed her right when she started screaming at the door to go to the bathroom and she was fucking nuts. But okay. So they had sex in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, Asian Karen and snake neck guy. Okay. So Carter, do you think she did the right thing on the glass game? Hmm. I don't know. Cause I think she would have died anyway. And I think, again, the human piece of it, it has that theme of die on your own terms. Well, she she did yeah. say to him, if you betray me, you're dead. Mm-hmm. And she kept her promise. <laughs> Which, honestly, he deserved it. I mean, he that did. guy... Oh. I mean, that guy was... I think responsible for probably just as many deaths than the uh, games were. Um, but I like the game has a lot of just uh, themes uh, or the show has a lot of themes of just die on your own terms, humanitarian. A lot of these would rather kill themselves and kill anybody more. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of hidden gems in there that just, just stick out to me. But okay. Did you predict the old man? Let's talk about no, that. No, I didn't. So, at, what was your reaction when the old man appeared in the last episode on the hospital bed? Oh, I lost all empathy for him. 
But did you, though? I was, I was like, I cried for you. <laughs> do you think his uh, reasoning on the hospital bed was just way off? Or what do you think? Did you sympathize with uh, four or five, six? Or did you understand the old man? Yeah. The, the old man, he was right about the whole thing where he's like, everyone that played the game consented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which, yeah. Well, not just consented, but they came back. Yeah. So, and then the last shot of the homeless man on the street. Good theme of, like, humanity at its best, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I think my favorite game, honestly, I, I think the old man, I predicted the old man right from the bunk bed scene. I had some questions off and on here and there, but instead of none, I think the uh, cop uh, being the brother was the obvious one. And then the, Oh, uh, I predicted that at the beginning. Like, yeah, that, that one was pretty obvious. But did you, a little key uh, takeaway, did you notice the uh, graphics? them taking the beds away as they eliminated players. Yeah, yeah, on the walls. Yeah, they sh- they listed the games that they were playing. So the clues were there already before they took away the beds. Yeah. Well, I so. I was like I was in my head I was like did they put those up after the game was played or are they are there the whole time? They were there the whole time. Really? Yeah. And it goes with that theme of them trying to figure out what the games were when the clues were there the entire time. Right. Yeah, okay. that, that drove me nuts. I was like, whoa. Well, let me ask you this. So, what? in the game with, you know, the game where they had to, like, pick out the sugar? Yeah, the honeycomb. What? Yeah, the honeycomb game. What would you have picked? Definitely not umbrella or circle. Hmm. What was the other shapes? Star Honeycomb. and... Honeycomb. Oh, no. There was star, umbrella, circle, and triangle. I would have chosen the triangle. You also have the honeycomb, the triangle. That's the honeycomb. They called that the honeycomb. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would have chosen Because that's the easiest one. I would have chosen the umbrella. Why? Because my first instinct going into it, you see her crawling through the vents, seeing them boil sugar. My first instinct when they went in there and saw the icons and saw the umbrella, I'm like, they're just going to pour boiling like hot sugar on me. I'm going to pick the umbrella. <laughs> oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Okay. That was my first instinct, but I don't know. But afterwards, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, overall, there's a lot to talk about on this show uh, with this. I mean, we can dissect this all night long, I'm sure. But, Carter, do you have anything specific that you want to point out? It's it's just a... It's an instant hit. Like, an instant classic. Like, it's going to go... That show's going to remain popular for years to come. Agreed. Like, Netflix... Netflix had to have made so much money from that show. Well, they spent like $700 million on this show. Good. I'm glad it, I'm glad that show got a big budget. Me too, because it took him like, what, 10 years to make? And the guy was living in his grandma's basement, I think, the article that I read said. Yeah, he had to sell his laptop, too, to pay his bills. Yep. And well worth it. I, I hope Netflix gives this guy an... A phenomenal tr- contract for season two. Oh, I <laughs> they will. <laughs> but overall, guys, I think we've uh, we've said it to death. This is a great show. It's the best so far this year that's aired, and uh, we can't say enough good things about it. And if you have your opinion on the themes of the show, feel free to pop us an email. You'll hear our email at the end of the podcast. Um, we'd love to hear your thoughts on it as well. You also tweet at us at JTime Podcast or uh, follow our Insta at Just In Time Show. That's true. 
and we can't we're going to do some housekeeping things here so again guys we just got launched onto iHeartRadio. so if you uh can just like us follow us just make sure you click the follow button take a look on iHeartRadio. we're there too and spotify apple podcasts google podcasts rs feed wherever you'd wherever wherever you'd want to listen you know yeah we we don't care we don't care i mean we do care but (laughs) (laughs) do do whatever you want yeah so carter you got anything else (sighs) nothing else just this was a great discussion i'm glad we had it It i know it was i know it wasn't like funny but i we just I, i wanted to talk about it yeah, I mean, Carter texts me saying we need to do a po- our show tonight on this. And usually I'd say no to Carter 100% of the time. But after watching it, I kind of agreed. So we want to promote this show for Netflix. It is phenomenal. Um, next week, we go back to our regular schedule. It's been kind of a funky week this week with Sunday having a special hour and a half episode where Carter just got made fun of for an hour and a half from the UK. So and this week, we just did a serious uh tv review so next (laughs) week we will get back to normal unless we get drunk and we want to talk about something else drunk right now good for you yeah so carter you got anything else other than that nope nothing else all right well go watch squid game go watch squid game and carter fuck you and play us off fuck you fuck you You've been listening to Just In Time with Justin and Carter. If it's current events, beer reviews, movie reviews, or anything else, we're talking about it. We hope you enjoyed the show. God knows we did. Of course, everything's better when you're hammered. I'm not saying they were drunk during the show, but, you know, they were drunk. Okay. We gotta go, but we'll be back soon. In the meantime, fire us an email at podcast.justintime at gmail.com. Let us know if you have a beer you want us to cover. Give us some feedback for questions or why you'd be a good guest on the show. Follow us at Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.